Today on the show, we find out why your marketing's not working. How's it going, everybody? Jason Croft here. Today on the show, we've got Jonathan Heston. I brought him on the show because he is a master at getting to the core of what's what's really not working in your life. Um, now, that's a big, bl- broad, uh, blanket statement, right? But that's really what he gets gets at. So, uh, a lot of you out there are, are entrepreneurs or, or you know, maybe you're a high-level exec at a company. Maybe you're a consultant. And for all of us, we've got to balance these these main areas of our lives, personal to business and, and all these levels that we get into with, with Jonathan here. What Jonathan does, what we do in this interview is we get to the core of all of that and we bring in solutions to how we can finally feel that... Um, that balance. And the only reason I pause when I say balance is because it's kind of a, a, a loose, tricky term, right? Um, but there is an underlying um, consistency that we need to have in our lives in order to make the business work, the personal work, the health work, and on and on. And like I said, Jonathan's a master at um, helping us figure out how to solve that and how to make that happen. So by the, the end of this this interview, I think you'll have some great insights um, in into making that happen for you in your life. So let's jump into it. Jonathan Heston. Yeah. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. I'm so glad you're you're down here from Kansas City. Yeah, I'm pumped. Thank you nice. so much. He drove all the way down here just to be on the show. Just for this. I mean this moment. drove down. <laughs> it's amazing, right? So you were coming down for Ryan Stuman's event. Actually, I mean, you have several things yeah. lined up yep. down here. Ryan, uh, Ryan Stuman, you by the time this airs, you'll have seen his episode on the show. Um, that was awesome. Great last couple of days at, at his event. That was that was super cool. Yes. So I've been, you know, it's been it's been a blast. Jonathan and I uh, have known each other through the uh, whole internet there for a little while. So it was great to meet in person and yeah and link up and Jonathan just does an amazing job working with I mean all kinds of businesses certainly entrepreneurs a lot things like that so let us let us know you know what's your your specialty in life right now Whew, big question so <laughs> um, a lot of people know me from my book the unlimited self mm-hmm. fantastic uh, book by the way thank you thank you um, so I'm definitely a writer and author but my specialty right now is really helping people and supporting people in getting to that optimal state of performance um, and getting to that place of, of fulfillment where they're waking up with fire in their bones and they're not just fire. So I talk about the four cylinders. So if you think of a four cylinder, four cylinder engine, mm-hmm. um, you know, back, back when I was a young entrepreneur, I had, I blew a cylinder in, one, in my old Camry. It had like several hundred thousand miles on it. And I didn't know the cylinder was blown, but it was starting to warp. And when I'd come up to a stop sign, I'd go to accelerate, it, my engine would be like, and it wasn't catching. Yeah. And so I kind of go back to this idea of four cylinders. And if one of them's blown, then you are not operating where you want to be in life. You're not going to find fulfilling results. And there's a big difference between results 
where you have the money, you have the stuff that you want, you know, everything like a lot of entrepreneurs are going for. It's like the impact, the, the, the cash flow, the, the results, the time freedom. Um, so you have the results, but then you have the fulfillment piece. And that's where when you get the results, you're actually fulfilled. And you're oh, yeah. actually waking up with like, I have a purpose, I have a mission, I have an impact. And I love where my life is right now. I love, like each day is better than the last. Right. So coming back to that four cylinder thing. So you got health, wealth, identity, slash faith, and relationships. And in general, like my specialty is helping people max all of those cylinders out in a good way optimize all those cylinders as much as possible so there's no catch in the engine that's awesome so, i love that description of it and that that visual of it as well because i mean we we all go through this up and down in different areas it's the the spinning plates kind of thing yep. like to actually get all four of those firing at once is such a challenge because you see people go you know from zero to a billion dollars and then they're Miserable. One of their cylinders blows, yeah, right. and their whole engine. Like. Right, and, and I think, and that's that's the challenge, right? Like, how do you, I guess for me, is it is it easier to, in, in the long run, mm -hmm. to actually do all of this at once, or is it, because most of us, we find the one that we're, maybe good at or it's already yeah. going well and we you know hit hit that whether it's work and we fire that up and then oh crap something's missing my health or this and then you yeah. know we go to the other because we see it as okay i can concentrate on one thing at a time yes. is that easier or is that or is that essentially a myth and if you would actually go through all four at the same time in a more balanced way you'll the the net of it all will actually be success faster and easier yeah that's a really convoluted question. no no great question <laughs> I, I love it and i'm gonna kind of back into it a little bit um gotcha. I, I love the question so part of like part of so we tend to com compartmentalize everything and so i really want to get down to the the, the beingness like the beingness of, of somebody outside of the doingness and I, so if, if you take the engine analogy and you add in the idea of oil and gasoline, mm -hmm. oil, I would, I would ask you to consider is unconditional love. Mm -hmm. So having unconditional love flowing through all of the through cylinders, all of it, yeah. the gasoline would be impeccable integrity. And, and when I say impeccable integrity, another way that I talk about unconditional love and integrity is like they're, they're the two tracks on a railroad and they keep each other in balance. And so when you start to check into the integrity of those areas, that's, that's where I see a lot of high performers um, leak a ton of energy and leak a ton of power um, because they'll, they, they compartmentalize so much that they, they one cylinder is, is like working its ass off, right? Right. But another cylinder is blown. And so their, their engine, their entire engine is chugging. And so for me, I don't think in terms of like, oh, a to-do list of my relationship, a to-do list of of my health a to-do list of my wealth i think of it in terms of like where is your integrity in those areas mm. and is there area is there any area of shame is there any area of guilt and if if you have a constriction in your body and your beingness so you have mindset and you have body set if you have a constriction in your body when you when you try on your relationship cylinder for example 
and you know that you're not in integrity. You know there's hard conversations that you haven't had with your wife. You know that you have you haven't played catch with your son and he's asked you four times in the last week and you, you've, you've been putting it on. If there's constriction and there's a tightness in your body, a tightness in your gut, in your chest, um, then that's a sign that you're out of integrity. Yeah. And, and so if you're out of integrity in any, any area of your life, then your, your engine's on its way to being blown. Eventually there's going to be, you know, right. it's going to get worse until something, until something blows. And so from that perspective, I'm not necessarily saying, okay, you need to have a to-do list here in this cylinder and this cylinder and this cylinder. But I am saying that you have to be right with yourself and in integrity with yourself and how you freaking show up in those areas. So I dig that. I love it. Okay. And it's a much deeper, it's, you know, it's a deeper level than so many other people talk about and approach all of this because you hear that you hear balance and work-life balance yeah. and all that kind of stuff because I but I think I think that common approach is the to-do list yes for sure but then so somebody here who hears that yeah. from you gets it can conceptualize that what is the action then what is the action to take in order to get balance in all those areas the, the action is the first thing is realizing and having the awareness that like I, you know, there's this quote, the way you do one thing is the way you do all things. Right. And there's always exceptions to, to quotes and analogies. But sure. and, and this idea, when you, when you, if you stop compartmentalizing life and you realize that, that if you're out of integrity in one area, you're, it's going to impact all the other areas. If one of your cylinders is blown, it's chugging along, yeah. then it's going to hold back the other cylinders. It's going to hold back your results in other areas. And when you find those places where you're out of integrity, and, and let me define integrity here really quick. Um, and a lot of people say is integrity is doing what you say you're going to do. I want to I want to take it a little bit deeper. I want to I want to propose and invite people to consider that integrity is telling the truth about your experience moment by moment. Um, it, it's 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 telling the truth about what you're feeling. It's telling the truth about what you're thinking. Now there's a balance to this. We have wisdom. Every every truth has a paradoxical truth, right? <laughs> But especially when it comes to your close relationships, are you in a place where you can be you? Like in your marriage, are you in a place where you can be you? Where you, where I mean, what everyone wants in an intimate relationship is to be fully known and fully seen as yeah. they are, not as they should be or as they wish they could be right. or as someone hopes they could be. And so, as it relates to to integrity, that definition can help. So, so come full circle and kind of make your question a little bit more practical. What can people do right. as it relates? It's like checking in. And if you check in and you find like, and you increase your body awareness. So just let's get really practical. Yep. If you just pause right now, uh, you, listening, um, wherever you are, if you can take a chance, unless you're driving, you don't, do I, will, I will pause right now, <laughs> but just close your eyes. All right. My eyes are closed. <laughs> I'm ready. I mean, Oh wait. And do some deep breaths and then start considering your health. Start considering your, your wealth. Start considering your relationships. Start considering your identity, like who you are, why you're here, your connection with God, uh, your connection with yourself. And as you try those on and just breathe through it and start asking questions like, am I playing at the level that I want to be playing at? And I, am I in, in integrity with the, the highest expression of who I want to be? 
And when you start checking in and breathing, you're probably going to, you may not get thoughts around it because thoughts tend to be the mental to-do list, but you may get some constriction in your body feeling. And this is why I'm a huge fan. I think thoughts and like mindset and body set have to work together. You can't separate the two. And so just a really quick breakdown. If you have constriction in your stomach, you're probably have some fear around something. If you have constriction in your chest and throat, that's sadness that you're feeling around something. Interesting. If you have constriction in your neck and shoulders, that's anger that you're feeling around something, which usually is covering fear and sadness. And so the thing is, is like, I don't know the answers, but if you calm your mind and you calm your heart and you check in with yourself, you will feel constriction in areas where you're out of integrity. You'll know it's like, yes, I am not playing at a level 10 in this area with my wife. I am not playing at a level 10 with my health in this area. Right, because you know, you already, Yes. <laughs> somebody listening out there knows, they have, even if it's, they've never paid attention to it and thought about it, they kind of know there's a little tugging at them. And if they, t- if they stop and they take that pause that you talk about yeah. for just a moment, they're gonna feel that somewhere. Yes. So then how do you help people to that next step? I mean, this is because I, I want to get into, you know, what, again, back to what your specialty is. It is this. It is this world. And it's helping people yeah. through that and get to that next, that next level. So let's say somebody's done that with their wealth, their finances. They feel that constriction okay. constriction somewhere. What is that next step for them to explore or action to take? Yeah. So then it's really digging into what's the roots, the subconscious drivers behind what's going on with that. Like often awareness is enough. And, and what is that process like? So if someone's, so I guess, and I want to make sure we have a good context because okay. I know a lot of what you do. I know okay. your background and I, yeah. I want to make sure I'm not skimming over anything for, for yeah, the audience. Yeah, totally. I can, I can and, tend to dive deep. And, and so what is, how are you usually interacting with a client oh, right okay. now, for instance? Yeah. So uh, right now at the client, um, generally we'll have a one-on-one call and we'll do Zoom so I can... And how does somebody, even before, like, how does somebody find you and come across and is it through writing and blog typically? Is- yeah, so referrals, uh, Facebook posts, my writing, uh, uh, my Facebook post, is, which is kind of like my blog, but my book, The Unlimited Self, uh, which is the whole point of The Unlimited Self is identifying and destroying limiting beliefs um, yep. and just like a really practical approach of like, okay, where, where, where do the subconscious limiting beliefs come from? Um, how can you how can you locate the ones that are holding you back and then how can you like disintegrate them and really release them from a belief to just a thought and then it, they don't have any, any impact on your actions or your ability to perform um, so my book uh, referrals so so really what happens when it comes from like just A to Z with a client generally someone will reach out or, or get referred I just get on the phone with them and I we do a really deep dive and um, just get super clear on what's working and what's not working. And so you start taking, you start with them in that process of pausing and going through each of those areas. Uh, Some of those areas, but just other stuff. I just really want to get to know them and just, everybody is so unique and everyone is facing unique challenges on unique levels caused by different things. And so I am not someone that can like say, okay, here's the solution like quickly. Um, I like, for me, I have to know with absolute certainty, like, yes, like I, I can see the path forward. I know exactly how to like take 
take this from a level four to a level ten. Yeah, um, and you and you find that that's a discovery yes, process. Yes, yes, it's totally right. a discovery process. It's generally a two to three hour conversation. And I'll say this, um, you know, if you plug in, like, if we're using a GPS, and we're like, okay, I want to get to this destination. I want to get to New York City. One of the main things that holds me back, that holds anybody back, is we do not have the objective understanding of the truth as it relates to where we're at. So our actual starting point. Our act exactly. Okay. The GPS has to know the starting point. Like for a GPS to work, you have to tell the truth about where you want to go and you have to tell the truth about where you're at. And if you're not telling the truth about where you're at, and that's nor that's one of the that's one of the main things that holds people back actually. They don't tell the truth because there's levels of guilt and shame. They don't tell the truth because you don't know what you don't know. They don't have the, the thought paradigm around it. They don't have the outside perspective. You know, you can't see the forest for the trees. Right. And so one of the things that conversation does, and I only get on this conversation if people agree, like I'm going to show up fully transparent, 100%. I tell people, you're going to probably tell me stuff that you want to tell a priest. <laughs> <laughs> and and we just do a really, really deep dive. Yeah. And it's so, it's so interesting because I hear... I think we hear a lot in that GPS analogy about defining that destination. We, I think that's that's yeah. somewhat common in yeah. our world. You know what I mean? And it's and it's absolutely true as well. You have to know have where clear you're going. goals. Yeah, have yeah. this, have that, yeah. and all that. But to what you're getting at, I really, I really like because you're talking about most people's mindset in that situation is they want to get out of wherever they are so fast. Yeah. So all they're going to think about is that destination and how to, how to, how to get there. But you're talking about the tough part. You're talking about sit in it for a minute, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and really be honest with where you are because then, and only then can you find your best in your best, in your optimal route. Exactly. To there, right? Yeah, totally. Exactly. And that's, that's a, one of the big missing pieces and, uh, and the ability to actually, you know, one of the big pivotal points in my journey was falling in love and appreciating the me that had failed so many times in the past. Mm. Like wherever you're at right now in your journey, listeners and, and you and me, wherever we're like, it's, it's a, it's been built on our past. And what we tend to do is like what you said, we want to get out of where we're at. We yeah. want to escape it. We like, and there's even this piece of like, I'm not going to go back to that thing. Right. And this like almost this dismissive hatred, hatred's a strong word, but really like back then I was negative, negative, right. negative thing. Right. That, and then layered on top of that is I should be here right now. Yes. Very much so. So, I mean, for me yeah. personally, I mean, that's just those two things yeah meshed together really strongly and and part of just ironically getting to that place where um you are getting the results that you want you are reaching that destination it's so critical that you accept who you are where you've been and more importantly or as important i should say um face the truth of what's going on for you in this moment yep. because what's going on for you in this moment like it or not is a is the key ingredients for what's going to create where you want to mm -hmm. go and until you get until you look at yourself in the mirror and you do an integrity check you do a heart check you do a gut check about stuff in the past that has impacted you that you didn't realize that impacts your subconscious mm -hmm. about 
uh, integrity glitches where it's been easier and safer for you and more comfortable to to just be out of integrity than to like have the sweaty palm conversation yeah. or or to stand up for yourself and actually value yourself and actually get the support that you need or or at, or or be open to learning or you know whatever it might be yeah. until you tell the truth um, and, nothing and I, changes and and I'll throw I'll throw my you know dirty laundry out here as a as a as a a way for people to realize listening to that when you talk about being out of integrity it's not a matter of you know they've swindled somebody out of something or they've done something dishonest yes um, back to your definition earlier this is more looking at yourself like for me I certainly feel like okay I should be doing this this and this already in this past year I've known better I've done this but when I get honest with myself much of what we talked about yesterday at, at the conference it I haven't been showing up and doing the work I haven't been I've been conceptualizing still a whole lot of stuff and yeah. which path and which path and until I own the fact that well yeah have you known what to do have you known that you should show up and have your this many posts today and this many videos and this well yeah have you done it well no like yeah. boom there's your answer let's go from there yes and unless you and it's not like okay you're a jackass because you didn't do that and maybe I am but <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not no. a matter of that it's a matter of okay this is our starting point yeah and that, now let's go I love that you went there because this is where unconditional love comes in so most people they don't face the, the truth of where they're at because there's something there's some guilt or shame loop tied into right. it like now, a subconscious guilt or shame and, loop and I will I mean I will say too like because I know when you when you talk about that part of it is, is your next phase of now love the fact that you're still love you're right truth. here yep. and that's really hard for me yeah. because tied up in all of that I can I can be appreciative of everything I've learned mm -hmm. I'm not sure I can get past I don't know yeah there's a there's a level in. there's a level of that for me and maybe a lot of people listening that is well no, you have screwed up this past year or this past forty-three years, or you know whatever. Yeah, um, totally. And it's not an. It's not a. I guess it is a little self-hatred there stuff. It's. I mean, I think that would be too strong. But that part of it that you're layering is it is even harder. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's 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 go there. Um, I have like three different tangents that I could like riff on right now. So I'm 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 seeing which one's going to be <laughs> the most powerful one. So. So we develop what I call a should gap. So in, in Western culture, we have this idea that we know something when we can mentally comprehend it. So if someone tells you, hey, you know, if you really want to succeed, you need to post three times a day on Facebook. If you really want to succeed, you need to put out content like crazy. If you really want to succeed, you know, you need to raise your prices or whatever the story is, wherever you're feeling like. So the first step, you told the truth. You're like, okay, I'm not putting in the work. Right. Now the question is why? Why is that work not a hell yes for you? Mm -hmm. And often there's there's there it's an integrity thing. And until you address like some of the and what I mean by integrity, I don't mean like this, like, hey, just get up and do it. I mean, there's not a full bodied alignment to that yet. It's not like, oh yes, like this is expansive. There's not firing your bones around it. And there's a reason. That reason could be a limiting belief, that reason could be fear. It, 
But until you tell the truth of like recognizing, okay, I'm not showing up, then you can ask the next question, why? Yeah. And then from when you ask that next question, you can start to identify, it's like, okay, I'm afraid of rejection. Um, actually, I don't like writing content. <laughs> I don't like Facebook, you know, whatever it might be. Right. And then as you start to explore that, you can start to realize like, okay, this actually isn't me. I don't, I, I don't need to express myself in this way. Or you start to realize things like interesting, I'm afraid. And then, then that's when you dig into the deeper stories. But going back to like, how do you love the part of you? I want to go back to that, that, that should gap. In the Western world, we tend to think that if we've mentally comprehended something, if we've read information about it, if we've been taught something, that we then can embody that. Right. And like it's, that's the key to knowledge and wisdom and everything is just knowing it. Yes. And the truth is, is like knowing it and doing it are two completely different things. Doing sure. it is a process. Any commitment is the commit. Here's the definition of commitment. Commitment is the process of recommitment. Interesting. Commitment is simply the process of recommitment. And whenever you're moving something from a mental concept to a doing and a being, there is always going to be this process because there's always going to be the process of like committing to it, falling off, failing, and then recommitting to it. And what normally happens is people get fired up. They get a mental idea. They're like, okay, I need to do that. Right. And they're like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it this time. They get this big vision. They do it for, you know, a week or two. And then the, the hypnotic rhythm of what was in their life beforehand kind of takes over and it falls off the bandwagon. And then they don't face the truth <laughs> that it fell off the bandwagon. Right. And they don't dig into why. And they feel so much guilt and shame and like a failure that they just put it off, procrastinate, procrastinate, procrastinate. Right. So when you, we can bring the love to the guilt and shame and realize, oh, look, commitment is a process of recommitment. This is more like I'm learning to ride a bike here. I'm a little kid. I'm a two-year-old learning how to walk. And it's not like, oh, I fell down. I need to give up. I'm a failure. I don't love myself. It's like having the grace of like, cool, this is something new. I'm adding a new priority to my life. Yeah, I like that a lot. Can that, I, that, I mean, bring that love analogy, to this area? That analogy helps. And I've heard that analogy, but that structured this way to me is a, a bit of a of a revelation and a great mm. mindset shift with it right? awesome love it um because it's 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 again falling in love with the process of it all and that long game that long picture of it all like it doesn't matter how many times i fall down or stop doing something and restart and stop because here's my Here's my end result. So for for me, sometimes it 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 is just Yeah, you didn't do it. So do it now. Yeah. Go go do it. Yep. And and what I I f try to keep myself accountable and fight against is too much of what you talked about a little bit, which is when it falls happens, you know, stopping and going, okay, what? Why did I stop? I wonder why. Maybe this whole thing isn't for me. I don't know. Maybe uh, this is, yeah. oh, man. And then over-processing that. And some of the most successful times I've had is when I'm still introspective about that stuff, but just blew through it anyway. Yeah. And aired on the side of just do it again. Just yes. do it again. Just do it again. Yeah. And that's been a that's been a big driver for me and a big shift to kind of go forward. Love it. Yeah. No, that's, that's so key. I think... 
I think that the self-love piece, I mean, I, we could dive into that for like hours. Sure. Um, cause I think it's really critical. You, I, ha, I have this thing called the success equation where we're, we're brought up to believe like we are enough when success, you know, success equals X, Y, and Z. We are enough when, and, and this is all programmed differently for all of us, but we are enough when I get the college degree, when I get the house, when I get, when I get married and have the family or we're enough when, you know, I, I'm not a slave to my job. Yeah. I have the million dollar business. I have, you know, whatever that might be, whatever that equation is. And the self love piece kind of like, like you have nothing to prove. You don't have an identity to defend. You have nothing to prove. You have nothing to hide. And there is no success equation. It's a trap. Like You're enough now. Yeah. There doesn't need to be the other half of the equation. Like your beingness, your existence, the fact that you, you've already run the, you've already won the race. You're breathing. Like yeah. you could have been a, a rock floating through space, right? You could have been like a tree. You could have been like a thousand years earlier, a thousand years later. But like the fact is you're here, you're breathing. You have this existence. You have this moment every single breath, your heart right now within the last, like this entire conversation has beat like, I don't know how many hundreds of times supporting your life. Like that and alone is enough. And when you start to build on that identity and foundation, which is not easy because subconsciously we're programmed to, 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 to build out that equation. But when right. you start to build from that, then when you catch yourself, um, yelling and being angry failing or right. getting yep. caught in like this mental loop of is this what i want is this is yeah. this am i on the right thing or whatever then like even even that mental loop you love that and when you love it it disintegrates the constriction around it wow. and then and then then you're back in integrity because you're like then you're back in a place of power because love love transforms the fear it transforms the sadness it transforms the anger and it brings you back to the place out of fight or flight back here where you're thinking in either or either I do this or I'm not aligned or whatever. Right. And then it, it's back into creative energy where the truth is you have a million choices in front of you second by second by second. Like right oh, okay. now I could open the store, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? I could like, I could stop talking. I have like yeah. all of us, we have this million, like this infinite potential in front of us. And the greatest place to create is, is from that place of love. So I know I went on a big long tangent there. Um, no, that's, that's, no, that's huge. That's, that's super powerful. So going back to, to your question though, around like, sometimes it's, you find it better to just take action, mm -hmm. which you have, you know, you have your, your thinking and your doing and your being and whatever order you want to put those in, like action combines your mindset with your, with your body set. And what you're doing is you're triggering your body set, which often influences your mindset. So that's mm -hmm. awesome. I love it. There are, there's, when you identify consistent areas, where it's a consistent, like you having to like use your willpower to get back, like use force in a way to get back into that place. Those are the areas where there's probably something deeper, where there's like little like internal um, constrictions that right. are deeper. And when you, when you can clean up that energy, then that piece becomes a flow thing instead of like, you got to wake up and force it thing. Right. Um, because your vision is, is so big and there, there's so much openness around it instead of like, instead of, instead of maybe like a limiting belief, like if I make, if I, if I, you know, if I make millions of dollars, I'm going to leave someone I love behind. Mm. Like my, maybe my brother's not successful yeah. and I'm, I love my brother and we grew up together and he's on the path that he is going to be, you know, 50 grumpy, barely paying his bills 
probably have health problems. And here I am on this path of being a multimillionaire. Yeah. And, and so there's part of you that's like, yes, I need to do the work. I want to do the work to, be, to, to accomplish this result. But subconsciously, there's this other part of you knowing that there's going to be potentially this hard conversation or this jealousy that arises. And you're so scared of that. Mm-hmm. And until you face the truth of like, this is just a, a micro example, sure. but until you face the truth of that and you, and you get clear around that inside of yourself and see the reality of it, of it bring love to it and heal that stuff. Every time it's going to feel like you're dragging a boulder every time you yeah. go to live out your, your, so your is purpose. It, is it too, is it too difficult to answer the question of how at, at this point, like how do you dig in and obviously help from someone like you <laughs> help from you particularly. Um, but how you would dig into that and number one, identify which of it is it, is it, I just need to, I just need some more reps and have this bigger vision and just keep at it or finding, okay, this is, this is something showing up. That's that, that keeps blocking me. And if I look back on my life, it stopped me here, here and here. Is that, is that, an, is, is, what's that? Again, I guess I, I, I'm constantly looking for that action or that take, mm-hmm. or even if it's a, if it's a process of digging deeper, but what's that, how to identify so, that? So, I mean, a, a big piece of the how I would have, like, it starts with self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the importance of, of being self-aware, the importance of, um, of knowing what's going on in your body not just mental because the mental loops like whatever you feed your brain your brain's going to expand like what you focus on expands so if you ask your brain to, to find all the reasons why you're a failure it's going to bring you the list and be sure. here reporting for duty here you go right. um and it's like it can build the pros and the cons to a thousand things it's just going to loop and loop and loop right um so so many people live up here and they actually they don't accept the wisdom in their body they don't accept the the body set element. Um, they compartmentalize their emotions. You know, sadness isn't isn't safe to feel. Um, anger isn't safe to express. Maybe they have stories um, based. You know, maybe their dad was angry a lot, and they swore, "I'm never going to be like my dad." Um, sadness is weak for men, uh, and and for and for women, it's like the fear of like getting lost in the sadness for too long. Whatever the stories might be, yeah. um, fear is weak. Uh, so probably one of the first like just really foundational things is developing this skill of being aware of what is going on in your body, being aware of your body set, not just your mindset, but your body set, being aware of like, Oh, that was a constriction of sadness when they said that, Oh, that was, I felt a little bit of fear when I was stepping out of sight of my, like stepping on the edge of my comfort zone here. Yeah. And as you, as you begin to, to recognize and be able to tell the truth about your experience, because those experiences trigger your thought flows, they trigger your patterns, they trigger your beliefs, um, they trigger your power, like how you can show up and engage in the world. Yeah. Um, developing that awareness gives you massive, massive clues around um, what's really wrong, healing what's going on. Yeah. So, so obviously, when you start something new, you're always gonna, you know, again, anytime you start something new, you know, commitment is the process of recommitment. It's, it's just knowing like, yeah, like when I commit to something like anything new, the reason why you haven't hit that and, and done that is because you've settled to the point, like you've hit the wall. And until you 
eat the <laughs> the Mario power up, right? <laughs> right. They're like that's just going to be a wall. But when you eat yeah. the power up, then it's a step. Um, so there's always like anytime you start something new, anytime you're playing at the edge of your comfort zone, anytime you commit to something new, like it's the process of recommitment. It's the process of continuing to expand that and, and returning to it. And so there is there is that element with anything. But you, when you find your when you find it not being fun. When you find it, uh, when I want to be careful here because well, it is tricky because I, I I know what you're getting at, and it it is like I don't necessarily love working out every single day, <clears throat> right? But you love the result. You love exactly. that it's hard. You love that yeah. it's you know the end result, and you love the fact that you're on this path. Yeah. And so, and, and I get that's what you're talking. You're not talking about well, you know, if you're not just happy every second, then yes, <laughs> right, and and. and Number, number one, some people do preach that, but also some people misinterpret what you're saying as that, which isn't that. Yes. I mean, in, in my movie-making days, it was one of the hardest endeavors you, any of us ever go through. I mean, it's the most physically exhausting. It's painful, anger, all of these things, and we loved every second of it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it was part of the process. So I, I, totally, I totally understand what you're saying. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so... so so if you find yourself continually hitting a ceiling and you don't understand why the ceiling's there, you don't understand why you don't have clarity, you feel stuck, you're second guessing yourself, you're questioning yourself constantly. And it's something that like you've been running up against constantly. I'm not talking like, hey, you decided you're gonna, you know, lose twenty pounds and you're two weeks in and you know it's it's tough. I done it or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about like it's probably a reoccurring theme, like a reoccurring theme in your relationships or a reoccurring theme with your kids. Um, like for, for me, like just one of the things with one of the areas right now, like I have a hard time having fun with my kids. I love, ha I love hanging out with my kids, but what I mean by having fun is, um, because I am very kind of introverted. I, I love to study. I, I love to read. I love to learn. I am not a, like an action person per se as much. Like I, I enjoy sports, but that I don't like get out there and do sports a lot. Yeah. And so sometimes it's really challenging coming up with activities to do with my kids. So I have a six-year-old daughter and a two-year-old son. And so sometimes like of an evening, a reoccurring thing that I've noticed through self-awareness that I feel sadness around and I feel some fear around is um, of an evening, I'm more comfortable. Like I would <laughs> naturally like, hey, Shiloh's Shil my daughter, six-year-old. I want to have a deep conversation with Shiloh and I'm more yeah. comfortable like sitting around having a conversation. Whereas for her, what probably would feed her spirit and feed her identity more is like, let's go outside and run around a whole bunch. Right. Um, and it, yeah. It's not a matter of putting the time in. It's not a matter of the engagement. Yes. But it's going in it at their terms of what's going to serve. Exactly. Them. On their yeah. level. And, and so for me, I am not super imaginative. Like, um, you know, I have a really, really close, a friend who's amazing at like, Hey, let's do this activity. Let's do that activity. Yeah. Let's, that's not me. Like I'll sit there and I'm like, uh, what do I do? You know, and yeah. I'll be Googling like, okay, right. <laughs> you know, what to to, and you know, and we go and we do that and it's great, but I don't naturally, I'm not naturally strong there. And because it's something that has, it's, it's been a challenge reoccurring. Like, it's not just like 10 weeks, like two weeks of this. It's been like, this is something that's been consistent throughout throughout my fatherhood, I know that there's deeper stuff there. Yeah. 
as it relates to maybe how I was raised or as it relates to my outlook on life. I don't know. I'm still digging into that. Yeah. So that's something I'm in the process of. And I know like, and that's part of the forest for the trees. That's something that like, I would go to my coaches mm-hmm. and be like, okay, like there's something here. I don't know, really know what it is, right. but, you're but I'm hitting a glass ceiling. Right. Here. And you're self-aware enough to know that, the, that it's there, that there's constriction, there's right. sadness, there's areas where I fall into guilt or shame. Like, Oh, I yeah. wish I was a better dad here or whatever. Um, and so then that's often where, and I'm not, to, I'm, I don't, I don't want to imply that like people, I think the answers are always within you. Mm. Um, but if you want to collapse time, <laughs> right. getting that outside perspective and having, you know, an oh, hour long yeah. conversation around it is in like totally invaluable or else, you know, you can just sit with it for months and try to figure it out on your own and, yeah. and you will. Right. Um, but no, that makes, total, <laughs> that makes total sense. I mean, that's huge. Well, and, and that goes for everything. I mean, it goes just like you would go to a business coach, you go to this. I mean, this isn't all, this is something that, that runs its thread through all of those areas, yeah. which I think is, is the reason it's, it's so powerful and it's, it's awesome what you do. Thank um, you. and so I, I love this. I mean, what, I want to dig in just a little bit of like, what, what got you to this place, like this, this path, you know, <laughs> to what you're on now, you know? Cause I mean, there's, there's certain skill sets. there's writing along the way, copywriting, you know, there's those sort of tangible skill sets, but there's yeah. an overall, um, this, what you've just described is your overall yeah. offering and everything. So what's, what's been that journey a little bit to, to get here? Uh, big journey of, of, of pain, um, failure. <laughs> uh, so I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I remember at 13, um, started a lawn care company at 13. Uh, there's a leader in our church that um, was a business mentor and really early on he was like, he kind of spoke into me. He's like, hey, you're a leader. Like he kind of um, really spoke into my life. He gave me a few books, um, exposed me to Napoleon Hill, nice. John Maxwell, um, tw- like I was like 11, 12, 13, something like that. Right. And uh, like totally shifted, like, like that's, I wanted to be a business owner. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, and I didn't grow up from an entrepreneurial family. So for me, it was like a service industry. Eventually I like, long story short, I like built and worked on building business after business, idea after idea, grass is greener stuff over and over and over. Um, and kept getting like golden handcuffs, essentially. Like I would build it, I'd create it. And then I'd feel trapped. I'd feel stuck. I, I didn't feel aligned. And I learned tons of marketing, tons of marketing strategies, tons of sales strategies, learned all this dove into internet marketing. I'm just giving you like a really quick, yeah. um, but I just wasn't, it wasn't me. I wasn't aligned. I wasn't congruent. I wasn't in integrity. Um, and what I realized is that you can talk, you can talk surface level strategies. Um, this, this, I realized it in my own life. And then with my clients as it related to marketing and sales and stuff like that, you can talk surface level strategies, but until your beingness, until you're aligned at your core, um, on a deep level and you're telling the truth about your experience and you're fighting for that place of expansion. One, one of the key things that I want to talk about with integrity really quickly is just the difference between a full bodied expansion. Uh, some people would call it like a fuck yes or a hell yes. A full bodied expansion is, is a sign that you're aligned. 
Like when, and, and you can easily enter flow, you have a full body expansion. Constriction is a sign that there's, there's either a belief or a, a, some, it's just feedback. Sadness, anger, fear, normally those are the constrictions. They're feedback that there's a lesson, that, that there gets to be a mindset shift or there's a limiting belief yeah. or there's a lesson there for you. There's a place that you're not loving in yourself or in your experience. Um, so anyway, you can put, you can stack all the strategies that you want on top of, on, on top of being unaligned and you're not going to get the results that you want. It just, you're, right. it's incongruent. It's not going to happen. Um, you may in one area, you may in one cylinder, you may, you may get results, but you're never, you're never going to get fulfilling results. Right. And, and so keep hitting that certain wall, that certain ceiling. That, yeah. Yeah. You're going to, like, life is going to keep bringing you the resets <laughs> yeah. until you align with your truth as a creator, until you align with the expansion. And, and you. So for me, I'm like, just the way that I think, I did, I did several years of debate um, in high school, and uh, my mom, I was homeschooled. I'm also the oldest of nine. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> uh, love, love being homeschooled. Um, and my mom really focused on teaching, teaching me how to learn and how to think, not what to learn and what to think, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. So a massive, massive focus on worldview, philosophy, um, just, just things like that. And so for me, I'm always like, what's underneath that? What's underneath, what's at the root? And asking, like, that's how I, that's where, that's how I converse with people. That's, that's how I am relationally. Like, I'm always taking it to the deeper level. Yeah. And and in a way, like you know, the difference between kind of a surface level aha conversation, and then the, the type of conversation where, like, oh sweet, you stepped into vulnerability. Now I'm going to meet you in that place. Mm-hmm. And and so for me, it became that's, less than superpower. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. It is. I. It became less and less about the strategies. Because I like for years I was all about okay the copywriting the, the marketing it became less and less about that and it became more and more about like the the person behind the strategies it became yeah. more and more about the congruence and and people can tell subconsciously when someone is in power and when someone is not and while they can be fooled for for a, a period of time if you're looking for consistent sustainable results. You you can't you can't trick the system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And so yeah, even I mean through a blog post, through certainly a video, through certain like all all of that. Our friend AJ, who's been on the show as well, like yeah, I know yeah. it's a big part of what he's teaching as well. Is like this: your true self is going to come through all these layers for sure. And so I just got more and more attracted to that game, and 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 up leveling that game in myself and healing that like crazy stuff to heal my wounds, my fears, to heal where I was out of alignment, to, to face, you know, my demons, to face my darkness. Yeah. Uh, so then what, what is what are the results that you found once the, that, that realization has, has hit you and you've gone through that process a lot more and you've realigned what you're going after? How yeah. is that, how has that manifested itself? Well, I, I walked away from like a lot of, I still enjoy marketing stuff, but I walked away from a, a lot of that. The and tactics. The, the, the tactics, yeah, like the, like being a marketing expert. Um, 
you know, doing funnels and all of that stuff, copywriting. Uh, and again, I still enjoy that if, if it has that other piece underneath, right? Yeah. But our, my conversation started, stopped turning in, stopped being like, okay, well, we need to, you know, split test this or write this headline or whatever. And it started turning into like, oh my gosh, like the path that you're on, like you're going to be divorced in six months. Wow. Like we're not like, <laughs> yeah. Like that's why your business isn't succeeding. It's because like you have such a shame identity drain over here, or you have such you're, you're you have totally blocked out this other area that like, if, if we squeeze the hose of our experience to, to avoid things and not tell the truth of ourselves to things, we also squeeze the, the, the hose that allows us to experience joy. Certainly. So when you ask the question, how good can I stand it? How much joy, how much positive energy, how much peace, how much love can flow through me? How good can I stand it? How, how big of a conduit? When you open up that conduit, you have to tell the truth about the other stuff. You have to face, I mean, the same, it's the same conduit of all the fears that you've been hiding from, all the, like, those things that when you look at yourself in your mirror and the, the deeper, darker things that you think about yourself or that you think about others, um, the sad, like, the sadness, the anger, the unresolved relationship stuff, like, so that all oh, my conversations started pivoting to that. And it, interestingly enough, that started impacting the results that my oh, clients my were bet. getting. And yeah. so um, that's kind of like where I focused. And so for me, you know, I've walked in one way. <laughs> I wrote a post recently, like, I can't remember exactly, but it's something like this book cost me millions. Um, but like, I love my life now. Like, I, wow. I love I love where I'm at. I love the trajectory that I'm on. I'm fulfilled, I'm getting fulfilling results. And while, you know, from a, maybe a bank account standpoint or a business standpoint, the results piece would be way higher. It doesn't freaking matter if it's not fulfilling results. Yeah. It's like, it, it, yeah. But yeah, even with your clients, so the, you're seeing both. You're seeing the bank account amazingly does yeah. go up. The way you do one thing's the way you do Yeah, the marketing blocks open up. And, yeah. And yeah, then all the other pieces are still, you're still going to split test this. You're still going to set up some funnels. You're still going to, yep. you know, as a, you know, anybody doing, you know, business and internet marketing and all of that. Yeah. But and I'll say, I'll say this, when you get clear on your identity piece, when you get clear on the other stuff, often it's a great filter because you start to realize, wait, that marketing advice isn't for me. <laughs> yeah, you're not like, out there searching for the next thing. What's the next thing? Yeah, What's the next thing? You're like, like, you know, exactly. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And I, that's I, also one of my superpowers is like helping people once they, once they get clear in their personal power, it's like, wait, like, like this is the type of business model that you want. Not this great. one over here, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. But that's sure. a whole other tangent. But so. that's awesome. Yeah. That would be, and I know I've gotten help from you in that area as well. And it's, it is a superpower for you. That's, it's, it's fantastic. So, um, so in this part of the, we're wrapping up here, um, for folks, okay. what's, what are you doing right now um, for your own kind of now that you've gotten um, clear on where you are in your path and yeah. you know, always along that? How are you using marketing? How are you using video? How are you using all that stuff in your because that, that's that's the part I'm always curious okay. about in all these different everybody's different business that, that, yeah. that comes on the show. Totally. Um, how are you using all of that right now? Okay, so um, I have a f I, <laughs> I always have several projects running. So um, the, I, I'm always, I always do one-on-one -on -one coaching. Like okay. that's like, I, I'm so fulfilled with like the deep dive. If, if someone wants to go all the fucking way, like that's like, that's the deep stuff that like, 
really turns me on. So yeah. I, I always have, I'm always working with one or two uh, one-on-one clients. But a project that I'm super, super excited about is with Gary. I know you've had Gary on the yeah, show. Gary, Dave, you get yeah, Gary, David, yeah. Yeah, amazing guy. Um, we're, so let me tell kind of the backstory. <laughs> So entrepreneurs and business owners, they go through a roller coaster, the entrepreneurial roller coaster. Sure. And it's an, it's an emotional one. It's a financial one where, you know, some weeks you're on top of the world, you close a big deal. And then like three weeks later, you're like, okay, where's my next sale coming right. from? Bills are due in a couple of weeks. Right. Ah, and then you hit, you know, fight or flight and like got to create something. And so that, that leads like generally the, the, the cash flow doing that is, is a, is a result of something emotionally going on. With that. Mm. And so I started asking the question, like, what what is the most powerful way to kind of instead of like having the dips to build off of the highs? So so if someone wanted to stay at that at that edge of high performance instead of having like two or three days of the week where it's like you're not relaxing, but you're actually like kind of in the pits. You're kind of just like, like, Mm. am I doing the right thing? Um, You're discouraged about something. You're pissed off with someone, you know, whatever it might be. How can we like instead of losing our momentum during those things, how can we build on momentum after momentum, especially internally where it matters the most? Yeah. And um, outside perspective is like one of the, oh, so powerful. Yeah. And so I started like just asking like, what's available to entrepreneurs to get that outside perspective? And and how is it, is it actually built for outside perspective around like a core, core area of challenge or is it more like just training? And it, on the marketplace, me being in the coaching industry, you know, there's lots of coaching that's training. There's lots of one-on-one coaching that's really, you know, high-ticket stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really, I felt like we could have a business model where it was a lower investment, and it was targeted one-on-one calls, mm. so that in the moment when someone is, is someone is experiencing that, they can reach out, and within 24 hours. You know, they can be on a one-on-one call with a, with an amazing mindset coach that can just help shift that that one oh, piece and get them back into a state, a, a, like a body state, a being state of power, optimized performance, clarity, and yeah. just like, boom, this is my next That's step. That's huge. That's huge because, I mean, so so many of those other solutions, which are great in their own right, it, yeah. you know, this, this course that you're going to go through or this training or this one session that you go through while those have their place, it's, it's, you're not going to go, if you haven't gone through that training yet, you're not going to all of a sudden on a Wednesday when you're feeling what you're talking about, you're going to go like, you know what, I'm going to stop everything and I'm going to go devour this, you know. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh yeah, my coaching call, you know, is in five more days. (laughs) I'll just wait for that. Right. It's like, and you're losing momentum or like events, like you go and you get pumped up and you're that optimized state. And then like three days after the event, you're just like, okay, the event's not in your back pocket. Right. And so for me, like in my experience, it was just like, how awesome would it be to just like pick up the phone and have like a 10 minute conversation with someone who's qualified to help me get objective, who I knew didn't have like other motives in the game, but was just like, Hey, no, I'm, my motive is to get you back into a place of power. Yeah. And that's massive because, because I've been fortunate, you know, to be coached from, from AJ and, and things that he was the first one to, yeah, that I always amazing. intellectually knew, like I, I, I knew mentorship and having a coach would, would be helpful, but until you go through it. And then the lesson I had to learn though, too, was to ask for help at that right time because there's still a, a, a level of 
I know what I need to do. I know yes. what I, you know. I got it. I know what I need to do. Totally. But then I, I started flexing that muscle and getting better at let me call. Yeah. Let me have that conversation with with AJ with um, whoever it might be, um, and it was it was always just amazing and incredible and like all right I know I mean, so I've experienced that feeling you're talking about yeah so I know how amazingly valuable and if you haven't out there watching listening um, it, I mean it changes everything and and again when you're midweek you know in a late afternoon about to go home and stuff is just not working right yeah. it can it can be something that's like well I'll just hit it again tomorrow you know and instead if you can take this step it's it's massive. So where's this? Where does where do you stand with with all that that program right now? Yeah, so we're so we're beta testing it right now. We're we're yeah. we're bringing on twenty people at like an incredibly low investment because we want to make sure the systems are all good. So I'm doing it with Gary. Um, so that's at stateshifting.com. So okay. uh, people can check that out for sure. My book is the Unlimited Self on Amazon. Um, so so that's kind of what I have going on. Um, and then I do some marketing consulting on the side for people that I know are congruent with with mm-hmm. with who they are, and. Um, or are willing to do the work to get congruent, and then right. <laughs> and then often the marketing pieces just fall into place. The marketing yeah. is is easy once you once you get that. So yeah, yeah so yeah, the That's the fantastic. state the state shifting stuff like just bouncing back to that really quick and to piggyback on what you were saying, um, it, it is if 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 you're if you're having an experience and you're not loving it and you know like you know that you're not performing at your optimized way, we can just get so stuck in that mental loops. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's having that outside perspective, even if it's a small thing, um, collapses time. Because yep. here's, th- here's the thing that I, that I just want to kind of leave everyone with is like, you can't underestimate the power of momentum. Mm. Momentum, like we look at the yeah. people that have what we want or that we may compare ourselves to. And I'm telling you, normally it, it's nothing to do with a strategy or a tactic it's internal power and certainty, and it's that they have built momentum day after day after day after day. So a lot of people do momentum for a couple of days, and then they do the roller coaster, right. and then momentum, and then roller coaster. And so what their life looks like is this, right? Oh yeah. The people that have it made, if you will, they're going here, and then they're shifting their state and going here, and shifting their state and going here, and then pretty soon, you know, there's a difference between here and here. And the only, yeah. it's not, it's not how they did the work. It's not the work that they're doing. It's that they, they optimize their momentum. And that's really um, kind of part of the vision of helping people with, with state shifting is to helping people identify when they're losing momentum and then to get them shifted back into high optimized momentum. So that's awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad you're doing, I'm so anxious <laughs> to see that, that roll out. Yeah. Stateshifting.com. So, so stateshifting.com, find you on Facebook too. Yeah, all totally that on stuff. Facebook. I'm super active on Facebook. Jonathan Heston on Facebook. I think my URL, URL might be jonathan.heston1. Yeah. yeah, definitely friend me. Uh, send me a message if you friend me that like, hey, you saw me on the show. And, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much for coming on. Yeah. It's been <laughs> no, fantastic. I, I love it. it. Yeah, thank you. I'm so appreciative of Jonathan coming on. Uh, I love those insights and, and, and several of those things that I've analogies I'd heard before, but with his framework around them just brought me so much clarity even in this interview and certainly in conversations that I've had with him before now and even after after our interview. So definitely reach out to stateshift.com, find him on Facebook, reach out to him there. 
and you'll see really quickly if, if you haven't already in the interview um, that he's an amazing resource and, and help for getting this kind of clarity in your life to then skyrocket to to so many wonderful things and so once you find that that congruency in your own life and you do want to take those next steps in terms of of the tactical side and really getting um, your message in front of more people make sure you reach out to me let's have a conversation about it jason at thejasoncroft.com you can shoot me an email over there and can walk you through some steps that'll really help you get that message out and establish you as an authority in your industry and help you help you get your message out on a consistent basis and if you like interviews like this make sure you subscribe here on youtube if you're listening on itunes subscribe there if you will leave us a review and we'll see you on the next one it's saturday night it was saturday night and i'm feeling kind of silly when the coat on because the air was chilly but i'ma make my way out to the record spot gotta find some new breaks for the beats to rock i gotta come with the flavor like some lifesavers on now and later dr beat maker if i'm a player it's like a take deck and if you miss the gig then take a rain check stacks of wax piled high to the ceiling need a u-haul truck if i would think about stealing but it's not my steed so i commence with the digging no kidding something that'll keep the beats hitting what i'm getting so much to choose from bro